0: Hello everyone and welcome to Made in His Image, a Christian podcast where we take a look at what the world has told us about ourselves, what we think we know about ourselves, and ultimately what God has to say about that. My name is Stephanie Kumar and it's been a minute. I think the last time I spoke to you I said I'd be back in a week and I'm pretty sure it's been almost a month, if not more, and um, a lot half a lot has happened um not to make excuses but um i would say that the break was really good um the winter break and then coming back to school was a bit of a challenge i think learning to balance it all has been interesting especially with a new semester and now it's almost midterm season and um i'm like at that point where i have to do a bunch of stuff but it's not grind time yet You know what I mean? Like I'm going to the library and I'm studying and I'm doing all the things I need to do, but it's not pressure time yet. And I have like a midterm coming up next week, so I can tell that it's about to it's about to start. I feel it in the air, Um, but I thought it would be the perfect time to start back up because there's been this thing that's been happening in my life. And I feel the Lord has been like honing in on it, like pressing in on it kind of to make me realize all of the different things that you know that i need to learn from this topic i've tried to record this episode like twice already but it just doesn't seem to click and it doesn't seem to work because i think there were other things that he wasn't done teaching me about this lesson about this topic and that i've finally come to the point where i have learned enough about it i'm sure there's more But to keep you in the loop, basically, today we're going to be talking about people pleasing. And I think I've been a people pleaser since high school, like since the age of 14. um, I've been the type of person to say yes to everyone's needs. Um, And I think that happened right after my conversion, like right after my coming back to the Lord. I thought that the Catholic answer or the Christian answer to everything was to say yes to everyone's needs to put everybody's needs before my own always um and it's been a journey trying to recover from that and learn to remove the guilt from that feeling of, of saying no and putting prioritizing myself um and so even to this day i have struggles um prioritizing myself when it's needed and learning when to say no to certain things and i think that's why the lord really wanted me to think about what i was gonna say and um prepare it well before i even thought of sending it out into the world and so i tried to record this twice didn't work out now we're kind of here trying to make it happen and um Give to you, I think, what the Lord has shared with me in prayer and in deep contemplation. Um, Before we even get started, I guess, again, I'll go over this. Um, My people pleasing tendencies, I think, started after my conversion back to Christ. Prior to that, I think it wasn't like I was rude or mean or, you know, or even taking care of myself. It's just I kind of did what I wanted to do, you know, I was nice to everyone. Um, but I don't think I went above and beyond in the ways that I did in high school. I think that's ultimately what led to my burnout um, in high school. Um, for four years straight, I think I was constantly doing filling my life up with things because people had asked. I remember like staying back, staying late in high school. To help clean a fish tank when I had homework and other things to do and it's that's okay. I had a good time doing that, but like was it really needed you know and I did those things so often and like couldn't recognize how it was affecting my soul how was how it was affecting my energy level, how it was affecting my academics. Um, I'm brown so there was no way I was going to be failing but um, it did affect. A lot of like, yeah, I had to stay up and do my homework, you know, and like make sure that it was done on time and make sure I actually knew the content um, prior to an exam and stuff. And because I was constantly filling my life with things um, that maybe the Lord wasn't calling me to do, um, it ultimately led to such a deep burnout that I think I had to drop a bunch of things um, altogether, which is obviously not what I wanted in the first place. And when I think about the definition of what it means to be a people pleaser, um, it it's, a, it's an interesting definition. I, I feel like I've had this discussion with so many people and I've had different answers, but the gist of what I've learned from it is that you're basically putting your basic needs above people's wants. You know, there's a distinction. I think before it was putting other people's needs above your own, but usually it's you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel that you were a people pleaser if you were putting other people's needs in front of your own. I think that that can be kind of more of a sacrificial love or an act of sacrifice, right? But um, when it comes to being a people pleaser, I think it comes down to whether or not the act was necessary, whether or not the act was beneficial long term, um, not even long term, whether or not this would help the person. Um, with something that they were unable to do um, on their own or at their own accord. And um, to kind of change that word from need to want, you understand that um, sometimes people-pleasing doesn't even help anyone. In, it doesn't help the person that you you think you're helping. It certainly doesn't help you. And um, recognizing that and letting that be the definition for me has been huge help because then i get to assess like is this am i going to be sacrificing my time my energy and you know just who i of who i am to appease someone to um help someone get what they want rather than what they need um and assessing that and defining that um helps you make a more informed decision and helps you feel maybe less guilty um and and ultimately allows you to think about God's will and what he would want um in the in the grand scheme of things right um and so it just yeah so basically um prior to my conversion was totally fine high school i had my burnout university i came to university fresh um i think in second year because in first year um i was online because of the pandemic And I think that it got even worse because at this point, I don't have that barrier and that like restriction from my parents, right? So now I can say yes to more things um, than I need to. Um, I think it got to the point where I was doing unpaid work for someone in the summer, like saying yes, because I didn't know how to say no, you know, and like, In the summer that was like three months of my life where i was doing work for someone and i wasn't getting paid um and i wasn't you know it wasn't benefiting me in any way because a lot of the skills that i was using a lot of the things that i was pouring myself into ultimately like they were very short term for that person it was just a want for this person they could have easily found someone to do their work and you know like pay pay them but instead, I think <clears throat> when you set the tone for a friendship uh, or an interaction with someone as you don't have to respect me and you don't have to think about how this is going to affect me because I've never complained about it before because I've always said yes, you set the expectation, right? It starts with something small, you know, like, can you do me a favor and go grab this thing for me? And you say yes, and that's fine. But then it becomes a little bit bigger and bigger until, you know, this person is so accustomed to you saying yes, it would be weird for them not to ask you or not to come to you when something goes wrong. And I find women tend to deal a lot with this. But a lot of men, I find, especially in this culture of like um, wanting to make yourself seem likable um which is ultimately what people pleasing comes down to it's actually a really selfish thing people pleasing before i go back to that whole women and men thing people pleasing ultimately comes from the wanting and the need to be validated by others to be liked by others to have people praise you and um you tend to find your worth in what other people have to say about you. Oh, this person is so good. They do this, this, and this for me. They're a really good person. They're really nice. I can get along with this person. Yeah, maybe because I agree with everything you say all the time or I do everything you ask me to do. And so you like that and you want that. And um, I think when you get into the habit of that or when it's been fed to you for such a long time, you can't help but feel uncomfortable when you say no and someone has like a weird reaction to it or you disagree with someone and they just can't handle the fact that you've disagreed with them right and like it really is um yeah it comes from a selfish place it comes from an insecure place and it comes from a lack of trust in god's validation in god's truth that he will provide for you that he um, thinks that you're amazing and that you're, you know, you're precious, um, and not being able to put your worth in him, knowing that you will be disliked, um, sometimes, you know, and that you will disagree with people and that, um, doing things for other people doesn't mean that you're doing the right thing always, right? I think, um, that's ultimately what I had to unlearn was this huge Catholic Christian guilt of like, man, this person wants, I don't know, wants me to do their homework. And if I don't, then they're going to be up late and they're going to be working and they're going to be tired tomorrow. And if I don't do this, then they're just like, like, they're just going to suffer. And that's going to be on me. And so I'm going to do the work. I'm going to sacrifice my sleep and my time and my energy to do their homework. Um, And is that really what God's asking you to do? Like, when you really think about it, is this something that God finds useful, enriching, loving, sacrificial? Maybe it's sacrificial, but I don't think it's loving, right? Um, I think the person needs to learn to just do their work and do what God has set out for them. And instead, you take kind of control because you want to make someone feel better. So... Um, Going back to that whole point of like men and women, like wanting to feel liked, wanting to, you know, I think it's something that um, I've noticed a lot in a lot of the women around me. And it's come to the point, I think, where I've had conversations with my friends where we're learning to say, to like be truthful, to be honest. So to give you an example, I was with my friend and she was making a tea and she was like, Steph, do do you want a tea? and um i said yes i think almost immediately i thought about it and i was like mm, yeah like i would like a tea you know and she was like please don't say that you want a tea just because i offered like really think about you know this is so stupid but she was like really think about whether or not you want a tea and don't say don't say yes just because i asked because then i know that you're being truthful and you're being honest and you actually want it and i'm going to make it for you and That got me thinking about all of the times I've said yes to something simply because someone was offering or um, simply because it it felt like the right thing to do was to not argue with someone or not contradict them when they're offering something or they're asking something of you. In the same way, I've had conversations with friends who are like, you know, they invite you out to something or they ask for your opinion on something and you kind of agree with them. And if you are agreeing with them when you actually disagree internally, then you aren't being truthful and you aren't in alignment with who you are. You're being the version that they want you to be or that you think they want you to be. Um, and to live in, in, in deceit, I think, is one of the worst ways to live, right? It's yeah it's just it there's so you're harming everyone in the situation right um and so yeah i think thinking about what you what truly matters to you what you believe in what your habits are what you like to do and sticking to that is probably the most important thing you can do is to be authentic So the other day I was thinking about what it means to be a people pleaser and I went through this whole cycle of thoughts. I thought about, um, you know, what God ultimately asks us to do. And I was like, well, you know, if I'm not pleasing people and not helping them, like am I not being loving? And I had to think about the difference between what it means to please someone and love someone and to love someone is to live in the truth right? God is love. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And it just, it struck me that Jesus was never on earth to please people and to appease people. In fact, he made many people upset and many people dislike him. And ultimately, it, his sacrifice for us was for our desperate need for salvation. He didn't come on earth to fulfill our wants. In fact, he came and told us a bunch of truths, some that were really hard to hear. And um, he gave of himself knowing that it was worth giving of himself in this way. And when we look at it in that way, and we think about um, the ways in which we might try to appease people and, you know, um, agree with people, are we really impacting them and changing their lives or are we just letting i think our need and our fear of confrontation our need for peace um supersede the truth and the goodness that we have to offer to other people and our uniqueness and our, our authentic selves like we're, we're hiding that away um and not letting other people benefit from that right um And when I think of, I guess, the Bible and maybe a story in which someone has been a people pleaser, the immediate thought was Abraham. So I want to share with you um, this Bible passage. I'm going to read it out. And it's, I think it's, it's not funny, but to me, it's just really silly because I start thinking about myself um, and the ways in which I've kind of done this. I don't know if you'll be able to relate or if maybe you know someone who does this, but we're just going to go through it. So, um, this is from Genesis 12 verse 10 or verses 10 to 20. Okay. So I'm going to read it out. Now there was a famine in the land and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was very beautiful. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake, and Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife, take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So when I think of the story, I find it funny because Abraham is operating from a place of fear Um, and he's afraid of being disliked. He's afraid of being killed. Um, And it's a lack of trust in God's provision, right? There's, um, you know, there's this, there's this inability to let go of control in this area for Abraham. And instead what he does is he causes harm to all parties involved, right? Um. He causes God to have to intervene. And what's interesting is what Pharaoh says. He says, what have you done to me? When you continue to appease other people and continue to do things for them that they maybe want in the moment but don't necessarily need you're hurting them like you're causing them not to change or grow or become a better person in the same way that if you have a friend who doesn't agree on christ's teachings who maybe is agnostic or atheist and you never disagree with them and you kind of keep your faith to yourself and you're not really authentic when the time comes that this person does you know encounter christ or you know say whatever like you meet them in heaven and they and they say like why why didn't you warn me about this why didn't you love me enough to be honest with me to show me who this who this lord was i think when we're too afraid of how other people are going to react and we're afraid of change because we have an inability to let go of control and, uh, like this lack of trust in God's provision and God's protection. When we stand up and we talk and we are authentic, we're actually living in alignment with the person that God wants us to be. Um, and you really have to ask yourself what his will is and what he wants from you. Right. Um, I had a really difficult time this um this past semester thinking about how to tell people that i disagree with them and that um i don't agree with their lifestyle choices and it takes a lot of courage i'm not gonna lie it's really hard no one said it was gonna be easy to stand up for yourself and to defend your faith or you know defend your actions but you can only do it through The power of christ through leaning on him and i kind of get this image of like leaning on the cross and knowing that jesus is there to support you like it's so firm the wood of the cross is so firm that if you just rest your head on it and you allow him to take the burden away from you it becomes a lot easier to go for it and you know, things might be chaotic. I'm not saying that, you know, everything will be well and that you'll be received well. In fact, you might cause a few confrontations to occur or arguments or, you know, some relationships might be broken. But would you rather live in a lie and live in this like fake world? Or would you rather be who God called you to be and live in that um, with the people who Even if they disagree with you, understand that this is who you are. I think about my secular friends and um, the conversations I've had with them. We often talk about controversial topics, um, religion, you know, the pro-life movement, just anything, anything that's really difficult to talk about. I've had serious conversations with my secular friends, and the fear has always been that they will, you know, that they won't understand or that they'll turn away from me but in fact i feel that if anything it's made my friendships with them stronger because even if we disagree they understand that this is who i am and this is how i'm going to live my life and i'm confident in the fact that every time we have conversations like this and i point them towards the cross and i point them towards jesus that i'm planting seeds that will later produce good fruit and I trust in the fact that the Holy Spirit is working in that. And in the same way, when someone is asking you to do something you don't want to do, or is trying to push you to say yes to things that you don't want to say yes to, when you stand up for yourself, the Holy Spirit is right by you. And you, you can trust that you're leaning on the wood of the cross. Um, and the Lord will see that. The Lord will see the immense trust and faith that you have in him that he will provide for you. Um, and so in the same way, Abraham, you know, he did this twice <laughs> in Genesis. He, I think, does it again with another group or another pl- at another place. And it's those two times where he has a lack of trust that God will pull through. And the consequences are severe, you know? And here in this story, the consequences are immediate, the severe diseases that... Um, unfortunately befall pharaoh's household but with us because it's so subtle and it happens so frequently the downfall and and the consequences are severe and they will come and learning to look at people pleasing as not something that's like oh my gosh like you're such a people pleaser you're so you know, you're so nice to everyone, but instead like, no, you're actually being really selfish and you need to learn to love people and you need to learn to look outward and not about how you're going to feel about something, but rather how it can impact someone's life. You have to stop looking at it as obviously there's fear and there's anxiety that's associated with this. And when when it comes to that, obviously getting help is what's needed, but to be able to look at your actions and how they might be affecting other people's lives you'd be doing everybody a great service if you could learn to look for validation in christ and christ alone before looking outwards at how other people can make you feel if you do this this and this for them if you can prove to them that you are worthy of love um, rather than knowing that you are loved simply because you exist simply because you are his beautiful creation god's creation um and so yeah like i find it funny that i've tried to record this a couple times because i don't think that some of these realizations really hit or or were internalized um until i had to go through certain situations this 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 month alone um, where I had to defend myself, where I had to stand up for myself and not let things kind of pass. Like I, I think learning to express yourself and telling people the truth can be daunting. And obviously like, you know, when I say that, especially when I was telling myself this and I was talking to my, like, you know, my parents or, you know, my friends about this, Part of me was like, I need to go tell the whole world what they've done to me and how they've treated me and, you know, like, tell them the truth because I have to tell the truth. Well, no, actually, I'm not saying that. I think, think about the people in your life that God is asking you to talk to, to have honest conversations with, and those who aren't worth your time and those who maybe won't receive you well and, like, will never, you know, get it at this point of their lives they're not worth your time and they're not worth you know um having those conversations with but you have to ask yourself who maybe god is calling you to talk to and have an honest conversation with and be like hey you know what i actually do disagree with you on this point um or you know from now on i'd rather you do your own work because i think it's important and you might get backlash for that honestly you probably will I know for myself, um, last semester I had set out to have intentional time for rest every day, you know, like even an hour of reading or crocheting or painting or cleaning my room, whatever it is, to just set time aside to relax and to rest in the Lord's presence But I found that a lot of the time I'd pick up a phone call because someone said they needed me or I'd go out because someone asked me to go grab something for them. And I found that over time, it's like I never had time for myself. And so I was talking to my spiritual director about this and we kind of went through this like role-playing exercise where she kind of was like, she was my friend. She was acting as my friend and I was myself. And she was like, well, Steph, you know, um, I really want to see you tonight. Um, I want to talk to you about XYZ and, um, can I come over? And then, so then I was like, no, actually I have something really important to do today. Um, how about tomorrow? And she was like, "Mm, tomorrow doesn't really work for me, but tonight does. So can we please like, I'll, I'll come over and we can talk. and in that moment i like was so like so badly wanted to say yeah sure that's fine you can't tomorrow so that's okay and what i realized was i was making my personal time um less important than her want to talk and her like wanting to rant about something and i realized actually no like she can wait if she can't make time tomorrow she'll make time the day after if this is really important to her and she really needs to we'll make the time for it but not at the expense of my rest over and over again right and that was like one of the hardest things to realize was like okay yeah what i want to set out as an like what is a need for me is rest and i'm not prioritizing that And the second I started thinking about that and really, like, dwelling on it, um, I kid you not, the Lord sent, like, five different obstacles my way um, as, like, you know, a reminder to pour into myself and into my relationship with him, ultimately. And um, it's been an ongoing process. Like, I would say in the past month, I've had to learn to be a lot more quiet, um, in terms of like, you know, my life, I've had to settle down a little bit because I've been adding so many things into my life. Um, and and part of that is also, again, not to make excuses, but a part of that is also stop taking a break from the podcast and like recording all the time because I was, um, adding so much into my life, you know, hanging out with my friends, you know, meeting new people, um, being part of a chaplaincy, being, um, you know, a student, having my prayer life, and then the podcast. And I think there's so, I'm spread so thin that I can't truly balance it all. And again, it comes back to this whole thing of giving up control and asking yourself, where is God trying to take me here? Right? And what does he want me to prioritize and to sit down with that and kind of having a list and you know um knowing that this list isn't going to be the same all the time maybe god is asking me to prioritize my friends in one season of my life but in the next he might isolate me and ask me to look more inward into you know my personal spiritual life uh you know and i think a lot about some of the saints who would retreat you know they'd go back inwards and kind of reflect for a couple months because that is what they felt they needed so that they could go out into the world and be vessels for christ be imitations of christ um and if you want to be saint like ultimately it's really about thinking about what god is calling you personally to do is he calling me to play the sport or play the guitar or paint or crochet or cook or bake or whatever, right? What is he asking me to do? And when you're more closely aligned to your hobbies and to your passions and to what God wants you to do to create in the world, um, it's a lot less hard to say no to people who want you to do things that are outside of that because you know how important it is and you know that This is what he's asking you to do. So with that being said, I think not to give you homework, but, um, maybe write down what you think are your hobbies and your passions. And what do you think God is asking you to focus on? And where do you think he wants to take you to be able to discern that? Just sit with it and think about, you know, what he wants from you ultimately, um, I think that would be a beautiful thing to do this week and especially with the new year um it would be a beautiful way to start your february is to go into the new month thinking about hey i think the lord's calling me to this area and i'm gonna focus in on it and reassess the next month or the next week and you know keep keep going at it so I think that's all for me today i don't know why i sound sick or like i sounded sick halfway through whatever um and yeah i don't know i feel a little you know a little excited um i'm excited to hear from you guys um i feel like every time i upload i get such a beautiful response from my friends and from my family and um yeah i love you guys you guys are amazing and i just want to hear your thoughts i want to hear your thoughts about your own personal experience of people pleasing and um maybe if you haven't been the people pleaser but instead you've been like friends with someone who has been a people pleaser like how do you kind of navigate that because i think also the lord has sent so many people in my life to remind me to stop, (laughs) to stop being this way. I would say my best friend, um, she's the type to just be like, Stephanie, you need to stop. And you need to stop telling people that you can do this, this, and this, when it's not true, you actually can't. Um, You're tired, you need rest. Um, I think the Lord has sent so many people like that in my life to kind of remind me to take care of myself. And, And then when I finally got the hint, you know, they've just rejoiced in that and they've celebrated that with me so if you have friends that are people pleasers maybe you should send them this video and um you know um and also continue to remind them and pray for them and and be there with them um in the process cuz it's not easy to let go um and it's a bit of a journey so yeah anyways i'll be praying for you guys um and please pray for me And I'm really excited to go into February with you guys. Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's all from me. God bless. Goodbye.